When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome, everyone, to SI Media with Jimmy Trainer. Thank you so much for listening. At our usual periodic check-in with Andrew Marchand from the New York Post this week. He uh, joined the pod to talk about a variety of topics in sports media. We get into the ABC, ESPN, Monday Night Football, staggered start doubleheaders. We get into how ESPN and the, the ESPN and Pat McAfee marriage is going, Deion Sanders stuff how the media has handled Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, uh, what's going on with WWE and Monday Night Raw. It most likely looks like it's going to be on the move. Andrew had some stuff on that. A uh, couple of things about local New York radio. So a bunch of sports media topics with Andrew Marshan on this episode. And then Salakata joins me as he does every week for our Train of Thoughts segment where we uh, get into some NFL things uh, about the Eagles. Should the NFL ban the Eagles one-yard play? Uh, Joe Namath and Lou Holtz making headlines, uh, get into these ridiculous prop bets on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. So, um, and Sal has a rough Sunday coming up. So if you're a fan of the train of thought segment, you'll want to hear that. Before we get to the full episode, I want you to make sure you listen to past episodes if you missed any and make sure you subscribe to SI Media with Jimmy Trainer. We've had a great run of guests Kevin Clark from ESPN was on the show last week. Scott Hansen hosted the NFL Red Zone channel two weeks ago. Julian Edelman three weeks ago. Charles Barkley, Peter Schrager, Chris Russo, all recent guests. So if you missed any of those, give them a listen, download, subscribe to the pod, and leave a review on Apple. We'll read it on an upcoming episode. All right. Andrew Marchand from the New York Post, followed by Salakata and Train of Thoughts, all coming up right now, right here on SI Media with Jimmy Trainer. All right, joining me now, 
SI Media Podcast regular, his periodic visit from the New York Post, and the Marshan and Oran Podcast. He is Andrew Marshan. Andrew, how are you? I'm good. How you doing, Jimmy? I'm good. I just realized I didn't put my phone on Do Not Disturb, so I'm going to do that as we speak, and I'm going to uh, let you know that I had a reader last week for my mailbag column on SI.com send out an email and said, when is Marshan's next appearance? So here we go. You made someone that happy. person. Thank you, that person. You made someone happy by coming on today. Um, let's start with this. A lot of media news to get to. Have you heard anything from ESPN, or do you have any intel about how they feel about the last two weeks, how the staggered Monday Night Football doubleheader has gone? Because I've gotten a lot of emails and tweets about it. I'm sure you have as well. Yeah, I haven't talked to anybody specifically about how they feel about it. I mean, it is an NFL decision. You know, ESPN is not in control of you know how those games are um, scheduled. Uh, maybe they have some say, but it's an NFL decision. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, actually, on our podcast with John, it was my who's down this week. Uh, and um, the reason I just feel like I kind of said this on our pod, it's two. It's like having two quarterbacks and you have none. Right. And now if you have Joe Montana and Steve Young, they're two awesome games. Maybe that'd be better. But I just find my attention split. And I don't know. And even at like halftime, I wouldn't recommend you go to the other game. Like I, I get what they're trying to do there, but it's not the NCAA tournament. And usually it's in like the second quarter, or third quarter. Um, so I, I personally don't think it really works that well. Now, I think they want to avoid I'm not positive. but I think they want to avoid that. 10 30 you know that late window we used to get the monday right. night and you get the uh you know crazy crew either chris berman or golick and greenberg you know some of those crews uh back in the day uh i they probably don't want that late night game where you know you're losing that east coast audience if it gets too late but um i don't know i don't think this necessarily works see i like it oh and what's, what's the what are the tweet what are the tweeters say most people seem to not like it and why do you to like me, the more the merrier? Give me as much football as possible. If I can watch eight games at one o'clock on Sunday and four or five games at four o'clock on Sunday, I can handle two games on Monday night. So, you know, I have two TVs. I put one game on each TV and two is better than one for me. That's just how I feel. Um, yeah, I've been a little running around these last couple of Mondays when this happened. So I maybe um, a little bit. You know, my opinion skewed a little bit by that. It hasn't just been like I'm just chilling and watching, been running around a little right. bit. So perhaps that's, you know, maybe I yeah. uh, could be swayed. I, I, I will say, you know, I don't know. This is a whole separate discussion. I would love to know your take on this, but I, I always feel like it's a little tough sometimes to criticize people in this podcast when I also have to book this podcast. <laughs> so I try to be careful. Yeah, I know. You're very soft. And, that's what you're trying to say. Sometimes. So I'm sure this guy will never come on again, but they got to do better than Chris Fowler on the secondary game. Just not, it's just not working. Chris is not a great uh, play by player. Right. He was well, a gr great host, I, studio I can, host. Can I say one thing? Yeah. He's tremendous on tennis. Like I watch the U.S. Open every single day. I think he's great on tennis. It's football where. It's just something feels off. Well, Ted is also slower. Um, and like you look at people who you know do real well at the slower sports. 
Um, like, you know, Jim Nance is better than Chris Fowler, but uh, Nance is really his best thing is golf. And I think he's an okay NFL play-by-player. And at the end of his college basketball run, he was definitely, I don't know, okay is probably, you know, he was okay there as well. Um, and I think if you look at Fowler and his history, now he's been doing play-by-play um, for a while now, and he has gotten better. Like when he first started as on the number one crew, um, I mean, if I were covering it then, that would not, I probably would not have been that kind um, because he has gotten better, uh, but it's not really good enough. And he's the rare case, I think, with Herb Street, that Herb Street makes him better. Uh, usually it's the play-by-player who makes the analyst better. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think you're right. And I also think, you know, in fairness to Fowler, uh, you know, ESPN put that crew together. They replaced Levy there and they had a year or two under their belt um, together as a team. And, um, you know, not the full team, but him and Riddick, um, Levy and Riddick, and then Yadorlovsky. Uh, and I think they kind of don't, they underestimate chemistry. It takes time to build it up. Um, and so I think that hurts and he just, he's, he's a college guy, um, too. Uh, it's hard just to come into the NFL. I know he, you know, he's talked how hard his schedule is with the U S open. Um, and then, you know, doing a couple, you know, doing a game a couple days later, um, and then doing a college and, um, and so, you know, that's hard. Um, and so, yeah, I, yeah, he's not, a, he's not a tremendous play-by-play player. It, to me, this is just me. It felt like when ESPN gave him that gig, it was more about ESPN trying to impress the NFL. Like, look, we have our number one college game. Like you had said earlier, the secondary Monday night game for years was sort of, you know, Golick and Greenberg and Chris Berman with a cast of characters. Rex Ryan did it one year. I think this is ESPN trying to say to the NFL because now they have a Super Bowl and they have this big contract and, you know, they brought in Buck and Aikman. Like, we're serious. We're going to take our – regardless of what you think about Fowler, he's their lead college guy. So I feel like they're like, oh, look at us. We're putting the lead – when, you know, that – Yeah, I think they screwed better. up, and I think they know they screwed up. I think that um, they ended up shifting who was in charge of the NFL. It was Stephanie Drewley, um, and they moved her off the NFL after – you know, I think that didn't help her cause in terms of staying on the NFL. I think they were satisfied with Levy. Um, he was a good guy, which they value after they brought in Joe Buck. He was very gracious. Um, you know, Levy's a very good hockey uh, guy, especially studio host. I thought he could he could have, uh, you know, could have been the pregame show on Monday Night Football. He's in, again, not there. In my opinion, um, they had other people who are better play by players for football, but it was good. Like, so, um, yeah, I don't think it was to impress the NFL. They got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. They got the Mannings. I mean, they right. spend they're spending 50, 60 million dollars a year on their booths. Like, I don't think the second team booth is going to, you know, if anything, I think it was there was a thought before Buck and Aikman that Fowler and Herb Street might get the NFL, might get Monday Night Football, might get the potential Super Bowl. And then this is kind of a carrot since they didn't get it. But I'd argue and I even talked to Chris Fowler um, about this. So um, I don't know if this is the case. I just don't know if. I mean, Chris Fowler does the national championship. Um, he does the biggest college game every week for Disney. Uh, I can't, like, I get it. Maybe he wanted to do NFL, but is this really going to satisfy him? Um, because you're doing a second game, which generally aren't that great. Um, uh, I don't, I don't see that long-term personally. And I think also strategically, if I'm ESPN, I'm putting a young play-by-player. Now, Joe Buck, we both right. think it's great. Like, he and I and Eagle are the best two play-by-players going right now. Um, and um, 
but Joe Buck's contract's up in a couple of years. If I'm ESPN, and I, you know, I, I think they'll probably re-sign Joe Buck, and they should. That said, he makes a lot of money, and you know, I would be saying, all right, who can I develop? What young guy can I develop? So when I go in that negotiation, I really have somebody who's on the rise, and I can say, hey, look, you don't want this, you know, the fifteen million a year? Then we'll go here. You know, you. But if you start demanding, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but demanding even more and more money, uh, I'd want an option. I don't think they've created an option. They've actually put somebody in that spot who they've already said they'd rather spend $15 million on Joe Buck than have Chris Fowler as the lead play-by-player. So I just think negotiation-wise and strategically, um, in terms of saving money, it wasn't a great decision. Yeah. I don't understand the insistence on the three-person booth either. I mean, they had Fowler, Greasy, and Riddick. Excuse me, excuse me. Levy, Riddick, Greasy. Now it's Fowler, Orlovsky, Riddick. To me, that and Fowler's used to a two-person booth with Herb Street. They have Buck and Aikman, which is a two-person booth. I don't understand the insistence on the three-person booth. It just for football. It just I don't get it. But that's just it. Complicate it overcomplicates it. Yeah, and like you said, chemistry. I think it's much harder to develop a chemistry with three. I mean, you know, the local Mets situation is different with Gary Cohn, Ron Darl. It's in baseball. It football. What three men can you name? I mean, I guess back in the old Monday Night Football days, there were three men booth that had yeah, Collinsworth and Aikman with Buck that one year, yeah, one year it lasted, you know. So I don't know, but there's uh no more staggered doubleheaders. The next one is week 14, and both games will start at 8 15. I think that's the one that's going to piss a lot of people off, but that's a long way down the road. You got the two and TVs, the, yeah, sounds good. Um. I asked you if ESPN, how they feel about Monday Night Football. Any, anything you've heard about how they feel about their new partnership with Pat McAfee? I mean, it's early, but they're bullish on it. Um, I mean, you know, they've kind of handed the keys to the network to McAfee. I mean, you can't, it's kind of like Stephen A now. You can't really turn on ESPN almost every day, except basically Sunday without seeing Pat. Um, and so, you know, I think initially the ratings weren't that good. I think they've gotten a little better in terms of the TV ratings. I think that kind of makes some sense because if you think about it, he was a YouTube show. And yeah, he's still, not a play for TV. Yeah, and he's still a YouTube show. Well, yeah. it is a play for TV because they think that they had Max in there before. They think that the ratings will be you know, high enough that they'll be able to charge more for the ad rates. And I guarantee you the money they'll make off of McAfee on social media and YouTube will be 8 billion times more than the money they made off Max Kellerman on social media. Oh, 100%. No, you're right. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, th- there's no doubt about that. Um, and look, they want to get... I will say this. Like, Does it work? I think a lot of times when um, companies make big moves, you know, big-time moves, a lot of times they make those moves when the person's kind of towards the end. You know, they got McAfee on the rise. Like, you know, we, you know, you and I have been aware of McAfee for years now, but he's really like, you know, here, I don't think he's at the plateau, you know, where most people go up and then they plateau and then they go down. Um, He's at, he's still, I think, going up and then maybe the plateau's on the horizon and you can plateau for 20, 25 years um, if you have the right um, attitude and personality and and, and just have the right act. Um, So... That's where I think that makes a lot of sense as a bet because it's not 
I'll hit one close to home. Rick Riley leaving ESPN. I mean, leaving SI for ESPN where, you know, Rick Riley's one of the great columnists ever. But at that point, you know, whatever, maybe it was the internet. I don't know exactly. It just didn't really work as well at ESPN as it did at SI. Um, and so I just think they've done that. And that's kind of, you know, teams do that in, in sports. And I think sometimes networks do that. And so I feel like signing McAfee in his mid thirties is kind of like signing a baseball free agent who's in his mid twenties. And I think that's what you want to do um, as opposed to getting a signing a 35 year old um, and, you know, thinking they can still play, you know, like um, I don't like a Josh Donaldson, maybe trading for someone like that, Jimmy. You see what I did there? What a, I don't need reminders of the horrific Yankee season. I just did that on purpose. That. Yeah. My head was going to me. Who am I going to say? All right, yeah, Josh Donaldson. But it was a trade. Just a, yeah. You want me to say Brian Cashman should be fired. Um, it's amazing, too. They replay that. Now, I didn't know this was going to be the situation going into it, but they replay the show as soon as it's over, I think, on ESPN2. And then they replay it at night on maybe ESPN News or one of their what you said about if you're going to put on one of the ESPNs at any point in the day, you're going to see Pat McAfee. Yeah. So, and that's good for him. Like I, you know, people say, but like, I also so think but ESPN has to be, they have Aaron Rodgers on their air every week. It's a news making thing. That's on their air every yep. week. They've got Nick, he's got Nick Saban on his show every week. Yeah. That's a news making thing every week. I, I, I would think ESPN has to be, forget the numbers. Cause the numbers I think will be there. It's still a new thing. You have mm -hmm. the ESPN audience is older. The McAfee audience is younger. It might take some, but I would think ESPN just on the brand and the cachet of that show has to be thrilled. I think so. I mean, but if you talk like I have, again, I, I'll probably make some calls uh, here in the near future, but um, so I haven't talked specifically with anybody about that, but generally speaking, when these things first start, everyone loves it. So when we'll see again, I'm not saying I, I, I could see it either way. Like, you know, McAfee has not really stayed at any of these throughout any of these contracts he's had. Um, so that's something to watch. Maybe this one he does, uh, but he, that hasn't been the case previously. So that I is think something. the fact that he's on game day has to help the relationship there a little bit with ESPN. Yeah, here's the thing about McAfee. If, if you're managing him, in my opinion, and it's like Casey Jones, the former coach of the Celtics, was known for just throwing out the ball and telling Mikhail, Parrish, and Bird to go play, Dennis Johnson. Uh, at least that's what I remember as a kid. Um, that was his reputation. And, and I think McAfee's sort of like that. Just give him the ball. Let him do his thing. Right. He's not looking to, you know, for some strategy. Let's, you know, triangle offense. He's not looking for that. He's looking for, let me do my thing. I know what I'm doing. And the thing about McAfee is he's very smart. Like, I know he plays this, like, he's not smart thing. And works just, very hard. He works hard and very he's very hard. smart. He's very yeah. savvy. Um, yep. He acts as if, like, you know, maybe he's, you know, oh, I'm just a dumb jock. Um, but he understands the media business very well. Right. We need we need to discuss the Kelsey Taylor Swift thing because I actually think it's a legitimate media story. If 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 Fox is gonna get these increase in their demographics of the of the female audience, the young the young people, the NFL has gone all in. On this thing, I mean, they changed their Twitter header to like a Taylor Swift thing. They're putting out Travis Kelsey's swiftiest plays on their social media. He's gained, I guess, a ton of followers. The jersey sales. Well, let me start with this. 
How did you think Fox handled it on Sunday when she was in the stadium? Do you think they overdid it? Do you think the fact that they had an unwatchable game takes them off the hook? What was your take on the on the Chiefs Bears on Sunday when she was there? Start with that. I think the second part, and I wouldn't use takes them off the hook, but I think the second part, you have an unwatchable game that they had to switch most most of the country out of because it was so uh, non competitive. That you have Taylor Swift there. It's a big deal. And, um, you know, there's a lot of Taylor Swift fans who are football fans, a lot of non-Taylor Swift fans who are uh, who, who aren't who weren't watching that game. But it was a talking point. Right. Like um, I, I, I saw Taylor Swift in the concert uh, this summer. So but Look that was kind of you. Yeah. How do you like that? Look at you. You couldn't even get tickets. Big shot. Well, you get tickets. It, my daughter's friend just won the lottery. No shenanigans. Oh, really? Tickets were two thirty-five each, which is still a lot of money, but not like a thousand dollars. And it was just kind of happenstance how I ended up going. I was um, going to say, if your daughter's friend got tickets, how did you end up at the Eras tour? I mean, were you like too personal? Your daughter, it's just like, a long I, drive I need, to I need... get to the Meadowlands. They want them driving back. They're 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 older. They can drive, but at you know one o'clock in the morning from Taylor Swift. Um, so. But you were in the in the bill. You were in MetLife and watched the show. Yes. Friendship bracelets. Well, you want to know something funny? This is a good one. So, <laughs> my daughter's friend said to me, "Do you want a Do you want a jewel?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm okay." Thinking she's saying jewel, like a jewel right. smoke. Right. But she was right. saying like to like get bedazzled, a little jewel, which I would have taken. Right. right. So, so later, I was like, I told my daughter, I said, but. Your friend she said she asked me if I wanted a jewel. She's like, no, no, she didn't say you wanted a jewel. She said, oh, do you want a, a jewel to, to put some jewel? You know, so right. uh, I didn't have any bracelets, but I was into I like Taylor Swift. I wouldn't go again. I kind of felt bad being there because there's people who give their left yeah. arm to be there. Yeah. Um, but it was look, she is an unbelievable performer. I mean, it was you could first of all, I like some of her songs. Secondly, uh, the level of performance, um, it was just you know, it was an A plus. I mean, that that and and that is something. Even if you didn't like her music, um, you can appreciate. It. And also, I appreciate it if I had to go to the bathroom. Easy pass right in there. No one. Right. No one's leaving their seat except for people like you who aren't that. Yeah, and especially yeah, and more it skewed women. It would be interesting if it would have been interesting if that game was seventeen seventeen in the fourth quarter. If you know, Fox is showing the. Yeah. Then I think you kind of. You don't necessarily want to overdo it unless Kelsey uh, scores a touchdown. I think that might turn off some of your fans. And look, it, Taylor Swift's the biggest thing in entertainment right now. You could argue, you know, I don't know. I'm sure there's studies. She might be the most famous person in the world right now. Um, you know, maybe beyond, you know, the president and the ex-president. Um, but the... Um, but, so I, I think, it, yeah, so to answer your question, though, yeah, I think you should show her. I mean, it's it's entertainment, and right. she's Taylor Swift, so I don't see how you don't show her. Um, and then the game was terrible, so like you gotta kind of go into it. It, it, it is so, crazy to me though, and I guess this comes with like sports too. I guess like a lot of people, you know, paint their faces. I mean, the level of just idolatry of right. her is just right. like I don't think I've ever seen anything that that high. The only, you know, I was thinking about that exact thing. The only thing I remember, because I was young at the time, was Michael Jackson and Madonna in the yes. 80s. And it, it, completely 
and apples and oranges things because it was before social media, before yeah. YouTube, before the internet. But like they were in this thing called newspapers. A lot of you might not know what that is. I work for one. Exactly. Every single day. Like every day there was like something. But Donna's still in you know, there every day. Almost. Yeah, like Michael Jackson set his hair on fire with the Pepsi commercial. Our Pepsi yeah. commercial got banned. Like it was those were the two those are the only two I can think of that get to this level. Yeah, I mean they're before our time, I would think the Beatles. Um, right, but right, you're right. right. But no, social media does change everything. Of course. Because first off, you get to see more, right? Like we would never have seen the Jared Payton um video back in the right. day. He first off wouldn't have had a video camera with his phone number one, to take it. Number two, um, you know, this is how the world's changed, is that there's no social media. So, like, maybe if there was video, it would be on your news, um, but you'd have to watch the news. Well, now you can just get on your phone, it's everywhere. And this entire thing started because of his podcast. Yeah. That's how this whole thing started, was he went on his podcast and said he went to the show, wanted to give her a friendship bracelet, she didn't do a meet and greet, blah, blah, blah. Was she, like, it all started because of something that didn't even exist back in, the you know, our time. This is big because we're, we're kind of um, trying to get on E! Entertainment News or something. Do you yeah. think it's a real relationship? Okay, so I'm glad you asked that because I've seen so many people, you know, Mad Dog said this today on, on First Take about publicity stunt. I don't think she needs publicity. Why would she be a part eh, of She does have the movie coming out pretty soon. I know she has a lot of There's publicity. absolutely no... You just, what it was... The ticket situation for her concert... The cheapest when she was here. Now, like you're a big shot, so you got to go, no problem. But like for the fans like us ahead. who tried to get tickets, the cheapest ticket for her show at MetLife was nineteen hundred dollars on the day of the show. Two hundred thirty-five. Two hundred thirty-five. I know this woman does not need publicity in any way, shape, or form. I uh, I mean, have you seen the NFL ratings? I don't know. I just will say this. Um, you think her team was like, oh, let's get, let's bring in the, I don't NFL know what they were doing, but they, they definitely knew they were going to be in the spotlight. This wasn't like, let's keep it quiet. I mean, I'm not, I, I don't know. I don't really care. And I think it's like kind of silly to like, I, we were having fun with this, of course. Um, but like to really understand if that's like a real relationship, I like, I don't know how she has real relationships quite honestly. I, like, I'm not saying like, I know if it's a real relationship, what I'm saying is I don't think it's a publicity stunt. I don't think she needs the any first publicity. date. Like, what happened here? Do people care about this? Are they like, like, come on, this is like a media podcast. They care about this, or it's? A, I think it's a legitimate media story, especially since he has. Like, I'm fascinated by how he plays this on his podcast too. Like, they I think it's about a legit. It. Yeah. Well, now, right. I would love to know. Did he want to talk about it, or did his producers say, "Listen, you can't not address this"? Like, I think it's a legitimate media story and how he handles this on his podcast and how the games handle it. If she's ever, I mean, I have all these dopes on Twitter because I had said on Twitter this Sunday, the chiefs play the jets on Sunday night football. The jets are completely and totally unwatchable. They can't do any, they can't score any points. They're completely unwatchable. Meanwhile, you have what will be the best game of the year through weeks, week four bills, Dolphins, one o'clock Sunday on CBS. And I said, you know, Flex was involved. Now, I don't know about CBS protecting games yep. and that stuff, but the Flex begins in week five. If the Flex began in week four, it would have been interesting to see if NBC would have tried to flex. And I had people telling me they wouldn't flex the game because they want to show Taylor Swift in the suite. Well, first of all, you don't know if she's going to be there. So you're an asshole right from that standpoint. You have no idea if she's going. And then I don't think, I mean, is that, would NBC keep the game because they can show her in the stands when... The Jets can't even 
get a first down. I mean, it's and they could pass up to it against the Bills. I mean, use your head. People have completely lost their minds. Yeah, I agree. I also don't know. Do you think she's really bringing that much more viewership? I don't think so at all. No, I don't either. I, well, I think she might bring a little teeny time. You know, the Swifties you don't You see it on attention. social, though. It goes on social. People aren't running the TV hoping. Yeah. It's like, again, it's not. Well, Fox got $24.3 million for a game that was unwatchable. But they did switch the audience. And I do wonder how much of that number was the Cowboy Cardinal game. Yeah. Yeah, they did switch out of that at halftime, which was fascinating to see. And good job by YouTube. They picked it up. DirecTV used to, when they would switch out, DirecTV would still have the game blacked out on the local channel. Oh, so YouTube, YouTube switched it. that? They switched it, yep. That yep. is very good. Yeah, because I had the Cowboy game on one TV. They went out of it, and I wanted to keep the Chief game on to see how much Fox would show her, and I was able to get it on YouTube. So YouTube that is YouTube's done a great job. Yeah. That is excellent. Now, before Taylor Swift, there was Dion. And you can't dispute the fact that there is massive interest in Dion. Yeah. Undisputable. I think, though, Fox has embarrassed themselves with how they have handled Dion. They're calling this week's game against USC the game of the year. USC's a 23-point favorite. The game of the year was Ohio Notre Dame. Week two, they did their show from Boulder, and the game was at 10 o'clock at night on ESPN against Colorado State. Like, Fox is driving a lot of this Dion thing. Am I wrong? I think the media has embarrassed themselves somewhat with Dion. Um, yeah. We're supposed to cover these teams, not right. root for them. A root right. for coaches. And I get it. Like, ex-players, I can understand it a little bit. They all know each other. Um, and so that's understandable. Like, this is a friend of yours, you know? So I could see, like, rooting for a coach. Um, it just, uh, it sort of feels as if, and again, he sells. He's Deion Sanders, one of the great players of all time. Uh, he is very quotable. Uh, he wears the shades. Is just different than basically any other coach. He's flashy. Um, and he's winning. And he says a lot of things that are really smart. Like the thing he said about the, you know, the big um recruit they have that he's not playing and how he's not studying. Um, and so I could see that. But I I I guess like you're you're getting on Fox. I mean, what's Fox's goal with big noon kickoff? To get people to watch. I mean, Dion is well, it's not working guys. because I just saw it didn't game they have triple the amount of viewers last week. Last week, did they have Dion last week? It was three to one. They didn't they have, Dion. have Dion. No Dion no, last had, week. Right. Dion you beat the people, first couple you weeks. People, you think people are watching the Fox pregame show because of Dion? Yeah, I think that they was had, a big, they, yeah, big driver for sure. But they didn't beat ESPN either of the two weeks they had Dion. I mean, look, we could get deep into that. And last week it was three to one for uh, in favor of ESPN. So big win for ESPN. I mean, game day. And ESPN Probably last second week wasn't, they weren't in Colorado last week. They were at Notre Dame. No, I know. But but I get it. But Fox has made inroads. They've been around for four years. And that show has made inroads against one of the most iconic shows in sports television history. So um, game day is still the king. Uh, and By I don't lot. think that's changing. But By a lot. They are some weeks, some weeks on the last hour. There are some, there are some rating stories that Fox has been able to tell over a couple of years that are okay for them. But this is my point. This is my point. 
Fox putting their pregame show in Boulder, Colorado, week two, when Colorado's playing Colorado State, and the game's on ESPN at 10 o'clock, for me, this is just me, that to me reeks of desperation in trying to make inroads on game day. Yeah. It comes Uh off – the the Fox coverage of Dion, to me, comes off as very desperate. I mean, Dion's interesting. You play the hits. You know, like ESPN did Tebow years ago. Um and Jeremy Lin was a big deal. You, you, a lot of Jeremy Lin. You talk about LeBron all the time. This is what they do. So um, you're not wrong, um, but he's popular. He's interesting. We're talking about it. I mean, I don't know. It's like Dion is like, you know, he's the biggest thing in college. It's football. He's one of the – you could argue – you could argue. I, I don't think I'd probably say it. He might be the best football player of all time as a player, right? You could argue that. Um, and it's a – you could have a – a sane argument about it. And I'm again, I'm not saying that's correct. So now he's, you know, off to a successful start uh, with Colorado. And so, um, I don't know. I can't really kill them. They're playing the hits. That's what people do. So I, I don't really think that I don't really agree with your criticism. It's interesting. Cause I wrote a whole thing last week about how ESPN sent Fowler and Herb street to do the yeah. Arkansas, Tennessee. Yep. Instead of doing Colorado. And I was told because it's prime time and they're not getting about two million and the other game got ten million. So ESPN not playing the hits. <laughs> That's true. That's true on that one. Um and Fowler's a Colorado grad. I know. I don't know. I, I was shocked they didn't have him there the second week and they said, well, ten o'clock start, color what you know, what the game was supposed to be, you know, the spread was huge. Maybe they didn't think and they had a better game in week two, I Think, but uh, Florida, Tennessee, S- you know, SEC, I guess. SEC, I mean, they are gearing up. They're going to be full-fledged right. all SEC next year all the yeah. time. Not that they aren't pretty much there all I now. I was going to say. Yeah. But now, but, you know, I don't know yet how they're going to do the cruise, but I don't yeah. know if it's going to be like the CBS where you had that, you know, Vern and partner, um, Nestler and partner, you know, where that was your crew for 3.30. Um, you know, but I do think it could a lot be, it could be, you know, by committee. But Fowler and Herbstreit are going to do a lot of those games, I'm sure. Yeah, I think Greg McElroy's done a nice job with McDonough replacing Todd Blackledge. You know, it's funny when the first two weeks of the season, I was like, Todd Blackledge left ESPN, working with Sean McDonough and calling a playoff game to call Maryland against what did they play week two? Like it was some ridiculous game. Yeah, Maryland think. versus like a Carolina school. Yeah. Yeah, but he got Ohio State Notre Dame in week three, so I guess he also got, I think, like a seven-year deal and a lot of more money and more. They gave him a seven-year deal, I believe so. And um, wow, wow! And I think that uh, I think there's also some things that just were better for his life in terms of uh, being at NBC as opposed to ESPN. Yeah. Yeah, and CBS. It's just bizarre to put on CBS and they, they're airing Big Ten games. It's going to take a little while to get used to it. I know. That is going to – you know, you'll get used to it. But, yeah, yeah you just of think of CBS 330 SEC. But CBS always does – I feel like they're always, they always do a solid job with what they air, no matter what it is. Tournament, NFL, college football. Like, they're very consistent. It's always solid. They don't try to, like, reinvent the wheel and, you know, like Fox with their ridiculous score bug this year. Like, CBS is always, you know, solid. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a fair assessment for sure.
Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, a few other things. A lot of these are going to be local to New York, so some people might get pissed, but this is just the way it is. Well, let me start with this. This isn't really local to New York, but Mad Dog on first take, talking about having a cocktail, betting 10000 on Colorado, and taking Ten dimes. Ten dimes. ESPN actually embraced that. They put the entire segment on their YouTube channel. They had him then do a piece for their NFL pregame show on Sunday about Jets-Patriots, where he ended it. With, like, the Patriots haven't beaten the Jets in 8,000 days. They're going to need a lot more gummies or something. And when I posted the video of him saying all that, so much of the reaction was, I can't believe this aired on Disney. I can't believe this aired on ESPN. Uh, are we seeing, like, 
ESPN change here a little bit, or what do you what do you make of it? I mean, if let's say this is happening, I'd call it the McAfee effect, because I mean, I think when they brought in McAfee, they knew they you know he they are bleeping out the swears or the f word, um, some other words maybe, but definitely the f word. Uh, but they are being a little more risque uh, there, and I would say like. The idea of like having standards that are very extreme for sports network in a world where you can connect with everybody um, directly through the internet and socially, um, I think is difficult. If you want to try to be edgy, um, you know, right or wrong, you know what I mean? But like, right. I don't know. I, I Yeah, I obviously cover this very closely, but I don't think... I don't associate ESPN is a Disney company, but I think of ESPN as ESPN. I don't think of it as like Mickey Mouse, you know? Okay. So, that's interesting. So it's interesting because you use the word edgy and I don't think it was like, to me, I think why it resonated with a lot of people is because it came off as real, not edgy. Yes and no. So yes, I agree with you. It, you know, there's people like, yeah, you know, I, I take a gummy on a Saturday and watch, you know, and it can really, it's relatable. And it was more about, but it wasn't just about, I took a gummy. It was more about how he said, my wife's away. I'm going to walk the dogs, take a gummy and bet football in it. Cause it's going to rain outside. I'm going to stay in the house. I think in the totality is what. Well, then he also enjoyed. dropped the 10 just, dimes, which is not, I mean, I know Jimmy, you like the place of white wager. I don't know if you're yeah. dropping 10 no, dimes. Not, on games. No, 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 no. But so, so but I think that was, if I yeah, had so, his money, I would drop 10 dimes. I don't have his money. So I drop what I drop. Well, he makes 10 dimes every time he does first take. That goes right at the, right to the, whatever, what was the bookie's name? Fat Rob. Fat Rob gets it goes yeah. right to him. Fat Rob. Yeah. That's why, it, that, yeah, that's, the amount is irrelevant there. It's, it's, it was No, they almost gave out the number. Look, edgy <laughs> is the word I use, but the more, the more, the edgy is the word I use, but that's more of right. like, I've said this for years, that like when they've hired people who are supposed to be edgy and then they try to control them in right. a environment where you have the internet where you have YouTube, where people who are doing basically the same thing as you can say whatever they want, but you have standards. It's hard to be edgy when you're doing that. Not, not many people can do Seinfeld, right? Where, I mean, not that Seinfeld was edgy, but it was funny, but really, and it did go some places, right? There's there's some uh, risky things that they talked about, but like they did it in a way where, um, you know, it was able to be on network TV in the 90s. Um, and so- I think, uh, yeah, so I guess to answer your question, I do think there used to be embraced debate. You know, now they're embracing, I wish I could make it rhyme. What do you got? Yeah, Entertainment. There you go, entertainment. All right. That doesn't yeah. really work, but yeah. Yeah, I wasn't trying to rhyme. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't think it does embrace. I can't do rhymes. Does embrace debate? Yeah. That doesn't rhyme either, but it, it no. flows. It's working because their ratings are up too. They, yeah, like you're right. The past year. Um, well, Mad Dog's been a sensation. Career renaissance. It's been crazy to watch. He's like... As, um, as a New Yorker who listened to him for 30 years. He's kind of Tom Brady to Francesa. To Francesa's Peyton. He's kind of kept going. He had... Uh, obviously together. Then I think you got to say now that Mad Dog Radio has been successful. And then he had the MLB show. And then he's had now the ESPN show. And Mike just had FAN... And then sort of hung on and got beat by K. So I've got, I think Chris is sort of, you know, he's gone longer. I mean, he's younger, 
Um, but um, I just think when you look at the like who was better, I think I give the edge to Chris. Um, speaking of Mike and FAN, uh, you you broke the news, I believe. You break almost all the sports media news that ESPN Radio in New York was giving up their FM signal, and they would just be an AM station along with their app. Which I didn't think, I didn't take that as like this is the end because most people now listen through apps and they're still on AM radio. Although I guess there's a thing where cars are going to get rid of AM radio, but put that aside. So you break that story, and I guess as a way to sort of combat that. Michael Kay on ESPN Radio in New York says that he thinks within a year, Odyssey, which owns WFAN here in New York and a bunch of other stations throughout the country that I'm sure listeners of this podcast actually listen to, will be bankrupt. Was that a valid assessment? Do you, a valid assessment? Do you think that there's a possibility of that? Is it more than 50-50? What, or was he saying that because he was pissed off that he's losing the FM signal on his station and people were mocking his station while, you know, FAN continues to go on and on. It's a valid assessment, but it doesn't mean what you kind of initially, when you hear bankrupt, what you initially think. Um, and so, no. yeah, it's going to be, they, they probably, you know, there's a very good chance um, that Odyssey will go into bankruptcy, um, you know, and then they'll just refinance their debt. Um, and it probably will have little to no impact on FAN, for example, um, because their debt is their problem. Like they're making money and FAN is very successful on its own. But so that could happen. Um, but I don't think like the Odyssey stations or FAN um, are going anywhere. And like, I'm not a bankruptcy expert, but I've looked into this. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think Michael was frustrated. I do think. And, you know, you look at the 98.7 FM decision. Look, the, the world is going towards streaming. Like I listen to those stations, you know, mostly off of Alexa, right? I'm in my, oh, now she's going to hear what I'm going to say. So I'm going to stop um, for a second. Let me pause for a second. Okay. Uh, but normally, you know, saying that name and then saying the station, and then that's how I listen. Um, and I don't think that's abnormal. Now, I don't think that's everybody. And I had some stats in my stories of what um, uh, Good Karma Brands, which now is in charge of those ESPN stations, uh, Craig Karmazin. Uh, but you know, what ESPN was paying, not Good Karma Brands, but ESPN was paying $12.5 million for the 98.7 signal. Um, that's a lot, you know? And then I think uh, Good Karma is also going to get out of the ratings. So that's like another million from what I'm told around there. So you're talking $13.5 million that, you know, where distribution, when you're using the apps, it's not zero, but it's closer to zero. So that's a big nut. You got to make up for $13.5 million. Now, I don't think the Jets mm -hmm. are that happy about it. Um, that could be an issue. They could lose the jets possibly. Um, and I, I you know, it, it does, it, it's the end of the sports radio wars though, especially if they get out of Nielsen then there's no ratings to compare. Right. Um, and so that's something that, you know, the heyday was Mike, you know, Mike first is K that was the heyday by far. The other ones were sort of, um, undercards. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's different and I, you know, it does over time. I do think it changes if FAN, uh, still has a really strong FM and AM signal. Uh, it's just different. Um, and people still listen to the radio. I know, I, I hear you. Um, and it is true that a lot of us have moved into streaming and podcasts, et cetera. But people do listen to the radio still. 
but not the people who advertisers want. People under 40 are not listening to Yeah, me. yeah, maybe. Yeah, you might be right. But I mean, I, listen, not everyone you, has I mean, a million dollars. Like, again, I know you're going to tell me a lot of podcasts are free. You don't need a million dollars to sh- – what does having a million dollars have to do with it? Yeah, you're right. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Listen, I remember when I went back to Sports Illustrated in 2017, and everyone there was much younger than me. I was definitely the old son of a bitch in the office. Yeah. What year was that? And I and – I, 2017. 2017, yeah. And I was I used to get mocked relentlessly by my coworkers because I didn't subscribe to Spotify. Yeah. These no one under forty is listening to a radio. It's just not happening. I think they're listening to radio stations on their phones. Yes. But no one under forty, I might even say fifty at this point, is listening to the radio. So not traditional. You mean a traditional radio. Right, yeah, right. like I don't yeah, own a traditional right. radio. Obviously in my car. There you go. I don't know a traditional. No, I have a right. I have the radio in my car, but I am more. I have Sirius. I'm more right. listening to Sirius, and then I do listen to Spotify as well. Um, and so, um, and so, like that's where more of my now. Obviously, I I listen because I kind of have to listen, so it's a little bit different. Like I don't think my yeah. habits are exactly always of my choosing or even normal um, because I you know have to check in like what does Tiki and Evan sound like. Um, you know, what do Rothenberg and DiPietro sound like? I So I listen all the time. You just led me to the topic I wanted to sort of wrap things up with. Your thoughts on the Tiki Barber Joe Beningo radio fight? I mean, I think it was like the epitome of of a talk show host or now kind of, I mean, a semi-retired talk show host, not really understanding the athlete mentality and how it's different and like Joe Benigno's had a great career, but the idea that Tiki Barber can't analyze Zach Wilson um, fairly because he hates the Jets. I, it's just like, I mean, I, Joe is 70 years old. Right. That sounds like something a 12 year old would say. Well, I mean, I posted that video and was beyond shocked at the responses I, I got with people relentlessly bashing Tiki Barber. Because when I saw that live, I was like, Tiki Barber's 100% in the right here. I could not believe the reaction. Yeah, well, I understand. What was the point? That, that I don't understand. That Joe is right? That's what, when I tweeted it, Twitter the maniacs on Twitter, Twitter said this? that's what the, the maniacs on Twitter said. I, the vibe I got, now the, this, the vibe I got was those are people who for whatever reason don't like the new afternoon show on FAN and were lashing out because the responses were just like, the show stinks, Tiki soft, Tiki shouldn't be on the radio. Okay, but that has nothing to do with like, he was disrespected on his own show yeah, by this guy who was the partner of his current host who's supposed to be retired, but for some reason is on. And he's 70 years old wearing the jet hat and the jet jersey with a, and like, He's also screaming he, at him. That's the thing that and like, said, I don't want to hear like you're on his show telling him, I don't want to hear your nonsense. You have no right to talk. It's his show. Well, here's the thing about it is that and that Joe is actually authentic, you know, and you know, the best oh, like Chris is the best 100%. because he's authentic, but it's a good right. like it's a good act. Like I always say about Russo, he's missing right. a screw, but it's a good screw to be missing for a radio host. Um, right. And so Joe is being authentic. Like, I think he truly believes 100%, what he's saying. 
The problem is for me, forgetting that he's 70, forget that aspect of it. Would he be like, if they were like face to face, you know, and not over zoom Would Joe Benigno be screaming in Tiki Barber, who looks like he could return to the field tomorrow and gain, you know, 80 yards for the giants. Uh, I tend to doubt it. So I think it's like, I have a rule not to write or say anything that I wouldn't say to someone's face. You know, maybe yeah. you say, oh, I just, to me, it was more about the lack of respect. Like if yes, Tiki it's, it's disrespectful. Show, and you're telling him not to speak on his own show. And I, I guess a lot of people are like, Tiki should have stayed there and fought back. I don't blame Tiki, Tiki for getting up and walking out. Like sometimes not everyone wants to deal with bullshit. Well, I mean, look, the, 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 here's the here's the one thing I would say. Um, and this happened with Boomer and Geo a couple of years ago when Mike called in, Francesca called in, and they sort of just let him talk. And they, right. I think, probably should have gone back at him hard right. because it's good radio. So that was right. good radio because of Joe. Like 100%. that's the that's the you know we're not talking about it if Joe doesn't do that. So like, but I don't 100%. think Joe was doing an act. But I think like part of the game, like when we, I know you don't talk about like Skip Bayless. But like part of that morning game, like and where they get attention is when they act like lunatics. That's right. like basically the biggest part of their game is just to be entertaining, to be different. And I but, would say but, this is like a credit. Can to I just Mike. point out? Can I just want to point out one difference though in what you said? But you said it. Joe is Joe Beningo is authentic, which is why that clip was so good. Other people are not authentic and they say stupid stuff to then get people to pick it up and we aggregate it, you aggregate it. That's different. Like the reason this was good is because it was authentic. Yes, 100%. But I think the one thing I will say though about these shows though, and like I would say part of like Francesca's success was we want them to be an escape. And I think Mike in his prime was kind of an escape because especially like when he was super rude to callers it's like everyone kind of wants to say that to someone, right. either their boss or whomever. Um, and Mike just did it. And I think that was sort of like you're coming home from work. You had a hard day. You put on Mike and he's going to make you laugh. And maybe not consciously you're thinking, God, I'd like to say that to somebody. But maybe subconsciously when he was at his best, I think that was part of the appeal for mm-hmm. for Mike is that it's like this kind of almost caricature but it's entertaining but, because it's different. But it's also, it's a very, very, very fine line in how you do that. Like I had stopped listening to Mike because I thought Mike was just, there was no joy in the show. He was so yes. unhappy. And the dismissing of the callers went from being like humorous to like, at some points, you know, like when when Sour Shoes would call in with his pranks, yeah. like Mike would get like, legitimately angry and hang up on the guy. And it's like, okay, you can have a little fun with it. it. His dismissal of the callers went from like a funny thing to like a nasty thing. And it turned me off. That's just me. But I will say one other thing about the Beningo and Tiki thing is this was not part of the video because you can only post like a two minute clip. But when Evan Roberts explained to Joe that Tiki had walked out, Joe was apologetic. And Joe said something like, you guys don't understand. I'm in a really bad place with all this. This is really affecting me. Well, you come off as deranged then. Like, that's not a normal reaction or a po- like. So your football team stinks. Your football team has been bad for 50 years. They've been an embarrassment for 50 years. And you're screaming at someone and you're like, well, I'm in a bad place because of my football team. Like, I see that and I think, okay, well, 
I'm on Tiki's side now even more. Yeah, look, I just think mm -hmm. screaming. I just here, here's the. I just think if it was a it's person, not the screaming. It's the I don't want to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. It's dismissive. It's dismissive. You're right on his show, but it was entertaining. Right. The only we're talking about Very it. The show was entertaining. Right. If he's just like, Very. oh, let's have a little discussion about it, we would not be talking about their show. So he brought right. some pizzazz into it, and I think they know it. Getting to the you know the heart of that show, Fan knows that Tiki's a little bit laid back, so they bring in, they have Sean Marash on there. They bring in Benigno. They start a segment, Bad Tiki, where he kind of doesn't act like himself, and so they're trying to create this character because. It's not necessarily in him to be outspoken and like outlandish. Right. All right. Any media topics I didn't hit that we should have discussed that my audience would care about? We hit most of it. Yeah. We did have Rob um, Manford on our podcast. I put that in my column today and I said, I give you and Oran a lot of credit for asking him about the ridiculous streaming deals. And I thought it was interesting because he started to give a good answer and said, the fragmentation is not good. We know this. But then he rambled on and on about like, this is the future, the new way, when what he just should have said is we're trying to make as much money as possible. Like that, they're doing it to make money. There's mm -hmm. no other reason. There's no grow the game. There's no get young people. That's all bullshit. If they want to make money. So he should have just said that. But I was shocked he even said to you guys, the fragmentation is not – he also threw the Yankees right under the bus, which I loved. He's like, oh, listen, the Yankee deal is separate. They did that on their own with Amazon. So I, I enjoyed that from, from Manfred, and I, I put it in my column today and said, um, you guys deserve props for asking him about that. Because if anyone thinks people are watching Apple TV on a Friday night, if it's not their local team, you're just in a deluded world. Yeah. Last week, by the way, you got a shout-out on the Marshan Orion Sports Media Podcast at the end. Oran was going on and on about the Orioles. Right. I go, and I said, people have already, they're already listening to Traina and Deitch's podcast now. You, you know, they're, they're gone from us. That's not a good shout out. That is a good shout out. Nah. They're turning it off? Yeah. Not good enough? They've given you That's plenty like of props a... over the years. Yeah. Plus, you let me in with Deitch. Yeah. All right. I, sorry about that. <laughs> well, he's going to hear that. He doesn't miss a thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess, I guess we've covered it all. Any, any thoughts on like any new NFL broadcasters or crews that have stood out to you positively, negatively? I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big McCordy's. I mean, the McCordy's are excellent. I don't know how much you've watched them or listened to them. The McCordy's are really good. I actually thought McCarthy, McCordy, and who was the third guy? Was it Ross Tucker? Yeah, Ross Tucker. Did a really good job on the Alabama game on Saturday. Okay, I didn't like, watch it. I, everyone was watching Colorado. But yeah. again, if you're not just here for like the Dion, um, what was the word I was going to use when you bend down? and uh, Idolatry? No, Worship? Worship? Worship. Yeah, if you're not here for the Dion worship, that game was unwatchable. So then I was watching the Alabama game. And I thought McCarthy – McCarthy sounds just like Kevin Burkhart, by the way. I, mean, I thought that crew with McCarthy, I thought they did a really good job on that game. Yeah. No, so, yeah, I, I could I could see that. I mean, I listened to a little Matt Ryan. I thought he was pretty good. Um, he's with Tiki. Um, thought Matt Ryan's been okay from what I've heard. Um, I got to listen more. Um, 
you know, TJ Watt, JJ Watt, excuse me, debut. He was okay. Uh, Solid. Do we know if ESPN's going to put A-Rod on a playoff game? He is. I need to know who the weirdo is in Bristol that has the A-Rod fetish. Well, I think it's over. It's over. This is it for A-Rod at ESPN. Is that true? Yeah. Is that... um, I've said it. I mean, it was said when he did that Fox exclusive deal. I don't know, somebody else... um, I think it was Hollywood Reporter, maybe. Wait, how does he have a Fox exclusive deal if he's on ESPN? Well, after this year. Oh, so after this year, his deal with Fox is exclusive to Fox. Yeah. Okay, so there's a weirdo at Fox who thinks America wants to see A-Rod. Yeah, I mean, he does. He knows how to play these uh, execs. Clearly. Because nobody is interested. Nobody. But Yeah, I don't really see it. Um, And ESPN did the big story about you know him ratting out people, and then he's on right. the back page of the post with a, as a rat. That was a great graphic. Yeah. Good riddance. All right, Andrew, appreciate it as always. And uh, are we breaking any stories this week? Um, we, I had one. Well, I had Sean McManus right uh, retiring. Right. David Burson in, and then uh, I made some calls right before, but there was no. Uh, yeah, that's a big story. So you don't need any more this week. That's a that's a good one for a week. That's a good one. All right. And then that's I had a have. Good one. That's a oh, good I had one. um. Are you a college hoop guy, Robbie Hummel? Going to NBC slash Fox? Not a college, not okay. a college hoops guy. I'm a college of, hoops guy. Midwest people three, very into that story. Um, four days of the year. So yeah, I, like I, know, I got some where, things in the hopper. I got to you know they go in goes in cycles. I'd like to know where Monday Night Raw is going to land after. Uh, SmackDown went to uh, U- back to USA because I don't think USA is going to keep Monday Night. I don't want to say anything that's going to get like the aggregators going. <laughs> well, who do you think? I know, well, I know Disney wants to get it and put it on FX. I believe is what's yeah, been I out there. That. Yeah, I wrote that as a possibility. Um, I I would be shocked if there isn't a streaming service involved. Yeah, I think you might be right there. I would say Amazon. Yeah. Because the one group of fans who will go to the streaming service and watch it without complaining will be the wrestling fans. Yeah, I'd say watch Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I. I Thursday, I, Friday. I sh- yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think Monday Night Raw is not going to be on Mondays anymore. I think that's pretty much yep. a guarantee at this point. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jimmy. Be well. All right. Take it All right, easy. Talk soon. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national 
national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, (sighs) D.C. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, joining me now from WFAN Radio in New York, SNY TV in New York, as he does every week for our Train of Thoughts segment, my buddy Sal Akata. Sal, how are you? Not bad. Uh, enjoying the week as we head to week yeah. four of the NFL season. I know. Can't believe it. I'm pumped up. Um, although, I think I tweeted this, you know, Bill's Dolphins is at one o'clock Sunday. And mm-hmm. get to watch the Jets Sunday night, who are unwatchable. But the flex hasn't started yet. So I think Dolphins, Bills, uh, that's a game. We talk about this all the time, about like how many games we're going to watch at 1 o'clock, how many are on the screens. Like that's one I will be locked in on on Sunday. I would be locked in at that on Sunday at one, but we're uh, we're continuing the house hunting journey, and of course, uh, on a Sunday, uh, hey, you, we are at the mercy of when they're showing and the open houses, and one that we like is showing for the first time on Sunday. Now, there's a chance I make it back, but we got to go from Long Island to Jersey, see houses, and come back by one. So probably not. I I was not. Ready or prepared for this bombshell. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to miss the Falcons game at 9.30, right? That's this week they play at 9.30 in London? Yep, yep. ESPN Plus only. So can you make your wife drive to the house thing and watch it on your phone in the passenger seat or your you iPad? You know, I, I didn't realize that. I just assumed it was an NFL Network thing. I don't even have ESPN Plus. This is unbelievable. So you so can I'm watch out. it anyway. I- 
I don't subscribe to ESPN Plus, and you think I'm going to do that for Falcons, Jaguars? No, thank you. But I can't anyway. I'll be. That's the middle of like looking at the houses. You couldn't do this on Saturday. No, one of the houses that we wanted this. First of all, we had something scheduled Saturday. We were supposed to go to the Bronx Zoo, but then that fell. Yeah, I know, I know. Packed weekend. This is, this is. Then that fell through. So Saturday opened up, but I had already committed to Sunday. And one of the houses doesn't hit the market or is not available for viewing until ten one, which is Sunday. So, yeah. And where is? And this is in Jersey. Yeah, I'll be back in so time we- for the Sunday night game. Don't. I- <laughs> What all right, so what time do you have to be in Jersey on Sunday? 9 a.m. Oh my God. So you gotta leave at well, you're further out than me. You gotta leave at 7:30. Mm, yes, exactly. Roughly 7:30. But I told them purposely I want it early as possible. All right, so I just want to let me get everything straight because my mind is blown. <laughs> 7:30 in the morning, you're out the door. Drive yes. to Jersey for a nine o'clock house showing. Yes. Now, one house or multiple houses? Multiple. So your whole day is going to be. There's one at nine. At there's one at nine. There's one at nine forty-five, and there's going to be one probably a little after that. It might be at noon. I'm trying to get that pushed up. Yeah, I know. But we're so going to see a house showing. If there's a house showing, worst case scenario at noon. Right. Let's say you let's say you done it one o'clock. Right. Right. Roughly back right. home. You can make it home for the four o'clock games. Yeah. Yeah. I sh- I think I'll be able to make it home. I should be able to make it home before the one o'clock games end. But still, it's like at that point, it's a waste. You're not right. betting the game. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Right. Like at four o'clock. Is there even a good four o'clock game this week? Well, Patriots Cowboys is the only watchable game. Other than that, you yeah. have the well, no Ra- Raiders Chargers. Well, and now, Arizona San Francisco. You have three. There are three games at four o'clock this week. Yeah, and I'm not really into any of those. Now, look, if it were you know, if I didn't have anything to do, I'd be locked in all day, especially with the you know with the great, great YouTube Sunday ticket. But I knew first of all, we got to look at houses, and I can't go during the week. And I also knew the Jets didn't play until Sunday night. Giants are on Monday night. So if there was ever a weekend where I could get away with it, this is right. probably it. Although that Bills game, I want to watch that Bills-Dolphins game. And you can't. No, that's the, I wish that game was at four. And by the way, side note, <sighs> when can they start flexing? Because I was doing this today on the radio show. The Jets play the first two weeks of November, consecutive weeks, Monday night, Sunday night. So the Sunday night flex begins – Next week, in week five, and okay. Sunday night gets flex scheduling. There's a Jets Raiders game November fourteenth Sunday night. Jets. So Raiders. here's how. So so Sunday night football gets flex from weeks five through ten. In terms of what NBC, if NBC wants a flex, then. After week 10, from week 11 on, it's at the NFL's discretion okay. if they want to flex. And then Monday night gets flex from weeks 12 through 17. So that won't impact the Jets' chargers on November 4th or 6th or whatever it is. But that's the, the, like that Sunday night game in Vegas, dude, you think they're going to stick to Jets' Raiders? Well, 
Here, the thing about that is the Raiders are a national draw. The Jets are still in the biggest television market. I think it depends on if the Jets bring in a quarterback. I mean, if it's still Zach Wilson and the Jets can basically only average six points a game, they're in trouble if they bring someone yeah. in. But I don't know. I, to me, yeah. at this point, I don't know what the point in bringing someone in is because it's not like you're going to. Like I'm talking about the like people say Carson Wentz. You think Carson Wentz is going to go in and play next week, and the Jets are going to start winning? I mean, the guy's going to be rusty. It's it's not as easy as everyone just you know just bring someone in, but you know, it's uh it's a problem. And they've got the um. There's another team that's loaded on prime time that I saw that the prime time schedule's not going to be great for a little while. You have uh. Like here, like they have the it's the Raiders. They have the Packers and the Raiders on prime time the week after that on Monday Night Football. I mean, at now least they got Jordan Love. Like at least you could sell me on Jordan Love. How could you sell me on Jets Raiders? Right. Week five will be a great week for Sunday Night Football because they have Cowboys Niners, which will be you know probably the game right. of the year. If, you know, Bill Stavum, but the Cowboys are on prime time like almost every week and. The Giants are on a lot, so I don't know. It, the Raiders, there it is again. The Raiders, October thirtieth. That's Week Eight against the Lions. The oh Raiders are all over. You got the Bears on Sunday night in Week Eight. That'll be a flex. A lot of Raiders in prime time. Jets Raiders, yeah, that's the one you said. Week Ten. Vikings Broncos in Week Eleven will absolutely get flexed out of Sunday night. Now, can can they flex back-to-back weeks? They're allowed two flexes, I believe. So they're in, probably not going to use it in back-to-back weeks. Well, Monday night, Thursday night's allowed two flexes. Sunday night's allowed more than two flexes. Here's okay. another game that's going to get flexed. In week 12, Bears at Vikings on Monday night football. Oh, my God. I don't oh think Dro- Vikings, Joe and Broncos. Troy, yeah. Joe and Troy <laughs> I don't think want that one. <laughs> The only thing worse than Vikings Broncos is Vikings Bears. Oh my god! Right. right, they got screwed with the Raiders and the Jets on prime time so much because of the markets and all that stuff. But, yep. Um, did you, I feel bad for Zach Wilson? I know you probably don't, but like my God, no, I do. With the the way people are talking about this poor guy, I mean, my God, Joe Namath calls him disgusting. <laughs> Well, I said this on the show, like Joe Namath, dude, it's the same stuff with him every year. I mean, no, no offense, like all due respect, no, no one gives a shit what he has to say anymore or we shouldn't. Well, here's where the media, of course, does a terrible job. On Saturday, when Ohio State (laughs) beat Notre Dame, excuse me for coughing. I just realized I coughed right into the mic on a podcast. Terrible. When Ohio State beat Notre Dame on Saturday. And then Ohio State's coach, Ryan Day, goes on this WWE rant about Lou Holtz. Everyone's like, who cares what Lou Holtz says? Lou Holtz is 100 years old. Who cares what Lou Holtz says? He's 100 years old. Why is the guy paying attention to Lou Holtz? But Joe Namath, who's 80 years old, has a rant about Zach Wilson, and everyone runs with it. Like, you got to listen to Joe Namath. You got to listen to Joe Namath. Why? I, I don't have to listen to either one of them. I mean, I don't really care what either one of them have to say. If I was, and by the way, I happened to catch that. I, I forget what I was doing Saturday, but I got home. My wife was tired. She went up to, to sleep. And I was like, all right. And I was flipping around and happened to see that game. And I was like, all right, this is interesting. Stuck with it. Glad I did. Saw day, all of that live. 
And I honestly don't have a problem with what he said in response to Lou Holtz. But I'm like, he should take stock in what Lou Holtz said because it was a direct shot at him right. and his team. But as far as like putting any value in what Lou Holtz, who's probably so detached from the game, and Joe Namath, I mean, come right. on. And with Namath, it's the same thing every year. Every year people have him on, and every year he rips the Jets to shreds. Like it's it's old, just like he is. But it's old by now. Right. But that's the shtick of the media where they run to get his quotes and then, you know, they have a story out of it. But I don't know why anyone yes. would care about what Joe Namath has to say. Well, um, I'd rather watch Mad Dog Russo flipping out. Well, at least he's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, right. At least he's entertaining. Um, <laughs> I, I know you'll have a good take on this question because you're into this kind of stuff. There's all this talk now that the NFL should ban the Eagles play when they have to get a one when they have to get one yard and everyone pushes Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Do you think it should be banned? Mm, no, I don't. I Me either. I, now look, if they did, am I going to make a big stink of it? But no, why can't anybody else do it? If it's legal, then other right. teams should be able to do it. I'm amazed other teams are not doing it. I don't understand. It makes no right. sense. Right now, you're you're not allowed to do it on a kick. Is that what the the rule is? Like on a field goal attempt or a punt? Like you can't push your guys or leap on your guys, obviously for a kick. I'll be honest. There's all these rules on kicks with field goals and point extra points that I don't even understand. They throw the flag. They say it's. I'm, I'm like I have no idea what you're allowed or not allowed to do or allowed to do on, on those. I'm plays. I'm pretty sure the main thing is like you're not allowed to leap on. Like if a linebacker comes up or somebody, you know, the second level, of the defense there uh, against the kick, you can't leap on a front line defender to get an edge to get up and block the kick. Like you should be allowed you to do, do that. Yeah, you should well, be allowed. Do whatever you can block to block that everywhere. Kick. <laughs> that would be good. That adds excitement to the game, the block kick. That is true. They've taken a lot of excitement out. Like, there's no more kickoffs. There's a flag on every punt. Like, you should be allowed to hold and block in the – at least you should be allowed to block in the back on punts. Because every punt return, there's a flag. All right, you right. don't want holding, fine. But block in the back should be legal at this point. Because every punt return has a flag. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, I saw right before we started, I thought this was interesting. The Utah Jazz this season, upcoming season, they're going to start, they're doing what, um, I think MSG is doing it here in New York with the direct-to-consumer where you can get just a streaming MSG and, you know, Yes Network does it where you can just get the street, you can just buy a package of Jazz games, direct-to-consumer for streaming. What I found interesting is they're offering single game. They're charging $5 for a single game. So if the Knicks were like in a playoff race late in the season, would you pay $5 for one game? Um, well, I mean, I, I feel like, and I've seen some of these models, I feel like it would just make sense to buy the whole thing. Like, why wouldn't I? Like, I, I thought I saw one. I don't know if it's fake or not. The Vegas Knights had it for hockey. Like, it's 69 right. bucks for the whole season or – Six ninety nine a game. Like, why wouldn't you just buy the whole season? It doesn't make any sense. If you're going to buy because maybe one, because maybe you only need to watch like one. Maybe you're going to be out and you're going to miss like one or two games, and that's it. So why would you pay seventy dollars? Like, if you're going to watch the right, bulk but, of the games on MSG for the Knicks. So, so here's the better question: because I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm not just going to watch one game. The better right. question is: let's just say hypothetically, I know it's different with football. I guess I was going to say Bills Dolphins this week. Like, would I pay five bucks to watch it? Absolutely. If it were right. a huge, you know, if I'm into the sport 
and it's a game that doesn't involve one of my teams and I want to watch the game in isolation. Yeah. Five bucks is, I, I definitely pay that. Right. Uh, the jazz are charging $125 for the season. That's 82 games, obviously. Well, not 82 because the national games are not part of it. it you know, yeah, that, I you mean, bring I, up a point. Go ahead. Now, no, I was going to say, now you're getting up there. I guess I never really thought about it. But if you're a jazz fan, I, I'm getting it whichever way I can. And if that's the only way I could get it, then I'm doing it if I'm a fan of that team. But per game is is good whether you want to bet on that game, whether you're into that right. game for whatever there are playoff implications, but the game isn't all available on uh, you know national broadcast, I'd bet it pay five. Like I think five dollars is high, but I think it's okay. But if I just need to watch two or three games that way, then I don't have a problem with it. You bring up a really, really fascinating question though, and that is, what would you pay for an NFL game? See the NFL, like you said, you'd pay the five dollars for Bills Dolphins. Would you pay 10? Probably. Oh, this week? Yeah. Like, okay, I'll set it up this way. Sunday, you're in the car driving home from being tortured at this house nonsense. You figure you're going to bet the game, and you're able to watch it in the passenger seat. You got to pay to watch it. And you have a one, you have a two hour, let's say there's traffic, because there's always traffic in New York, cross island. There's going to be a two-hour drive. You want to watch the game. Would you pay 10 bucks to watch it? Mm, I'm not sure I'm there with this game. Also, you have to understand, like, we're going through this real time here. I have had no problem shelling out the 400 bucks, whatever it is, each year. But I know I'm getting every game. Right. So, like, so does that mean every week for 18 no, weeks just I'm going to be – no, just like a, on on one off. I'm just talking about a one off. Like this I week don't is think, a one off. I, I think it's too early in the season for me to be paying per game. Okay. For a game that I have right now, I have no emotional investment in, no financial investment in. Now, if I bet it, different story maybe. But right now, it's too early. Like the way that I would look at it is later in the year. Oh, if this team loses and that team wins, maybe you get in. You know, from whatever fan's perspective or just an interesting game, then yes, I, I think I'd probably pay 10. I don't know if you could justify paying more than 10 bucks, though, would you, per game? If it's an NFL game, depending on when it is in the season, the two teams that follow what my circumstances are, I could, I could see maybe going a little higher than that, but not much, much higher. I mean, playoff games will never have to be per pay, but like, what would you pay to right. watch the playoff game? You saw, would you pay 50 bucks? I mean, no, no, no. No, you I'd, find an I'd find an illegal stream. <laughs> I'm not paying 50. I'm not paying 50. I wouldn't pay 50 to watch the Super Bowl. I'm not paying 50. Or you go to a bar or whatever. Not, well, yeah. You wouldn't pay 50 to watch the Super Bowl? I would, like a pay-per-view? No, I wouldn't. If you get a so trouble I, line somewhere, I get it. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Hey, guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich. Here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. 
When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big top. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0. We never win a chicken dinner, homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, speaking of betting... One of these offshore sites, it's actually uh, Bovada. They sent me these ridiculous bets that you can place on Taylor Swift and, Jason, and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I just want to read some of these and tell me if you have a, a thought on a wager. Okay. These are prop bets from Bovada. Taylor Swift, to release a song she confirms has been written about Travis Kelsey by the end of 2024, plus 1,500. Yeah, I would say I would not bet that. I would say no, she wouldn't do that. Yeah, see, I would say if if the fact that it's by the end of 2024, I'd have to go right. no. But if, you, if, it, if there was no date on it, I think yes is obviously a lock. Well, that's her thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Either Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey to announce the other cheated during their relationship by the end of 2024 plus 300 yeah i don't see it i'm surprised it's only plus 300 yeah i don't see them announcing it right the, either one of them have to announce it it may come out but i doubt that number one but even if it did neither of them are going to announce it so you don't like the value there at plus 300 no no i would go the other way minus 300 or whatever Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey to announce that they have had a relationship and then separated by the end of 2024. What's that? Now I'm going to I'm going to ask for your response before I tell you the odds. 
Uh, I'm going to say that that is exactly what is going to happen. And I would guess that that's like minus 500. Minus 110. Well, I take, I'm all over that. Again, can you so get you me in on that? But here, here, we're in the last days of September. You don't think they can last October, November, December? Wait, what is it? It's by the end of 2023? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. 2024. 20, oh, I'm, I'm, oh, my God. I'm a dope. 2024. Okay. You got yeah. a whole other year. Yeah. Oh, then but I like, can even go. Then I would take a flyer on the first one at plus 1500. Taylor Swift to release a song she confirms <laughs> has been written about Travis Kelsey by the end of 2024. How do you not put $10 to win 150 on that? All right. I mean, she's got to, they got to break up. Then she's got to record it, release it. Yeah. Yeah. By the end of 20, she's got 13 months now or 14 months. So Taylor Swift and Kelsey to announce that they have had a relationship and then separated by the end of next year, 2024, minus 110. That's the one you like. That's a, a lock to me. I go all in on that. Okay. Well, Bovada, open the account. Yeah, I'm all yeah. in on that. And then the last one I find interesting. Taylor Swift to be interviewed by the Kelsey brothers on their New Heights podcast in 2023. I don't think she's going to do that this soon, nor should he ask for that. And if I were her, I wouldn't do it. And if I were him, I certainly wouldn't even bring it up. Not He's good already getting there. enough rub off of her. Yeah, not good value there. Plus 200. That she would or not do it? <laughs> that she would is plus 200. I don't think there's any chance she would do it. Right. I agree. Yeah. I don't think um, he would ask. Do you? That could be a relationship ender. Would he ask? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think you would ask. You'd be like, look, I got to book the pod next week. Do you mind coming on? I would. I would have, I would have done it. I would have taped something when they were in the convertible, leaving Arrowhead for the next day. Well, no, but he, that's the whole thing. He did a whole thing. I mean, that's what's fascinating about this is he did a whole thing on his podcast on Monday about it. Right. So, I didn't see that. He talked about it. Yeah, it came out today. It came out. Yeah, yeah, it came out today. It came out today, Wednesday. Yeah. And he didn't confirm their dating. He's all he said was like, he said she had a lot of balls for showing up to the game. He said he thought it was great that she was that that he said that all the people in the suite with her, his family and friends had nothing but good things to say about her. And then he said something like, you know, he, he doesn't want to like talk about it now anymore, which, you know, good luck with that. That's not happening. Interesting. So maybe that's my guess. My guess. Like I, I said this earlier. I have there were a bunch of dopes on Twitter who who because I said that MB, well, like we talked about before I said NBC should fucks out of the Chiefs Jets uh, if if they had the ability they don't and I had all these idiots on Twitter saying like NBC's not going to flex out if they can show her in the stands she's not going to go to MetLife Stadium mm. like the game was an Arrowhead she was with his family like she's not I don't think she's going to travel from stadium to stadium I mean if I'm wrong no, I'm not well it is New York and if she is there that confirms that they're officially dating because right now they're, they're throwing me for a loop I'm not sure what to believe yeah I mean whatever like yeah. I don't really care if they are or they aren't I, in, I'm fascinated by the media coverage of it yeah uh, we haven't seen anything like this I can't remember the last time we saw something like this in terms of like a athlete celebrity call someone sent me someone sent me an email for the for my mailbag saying like what was like the bigger hullabaloo this a-rod and j-lo or jita and mariah 
Vegeta and Mariah, though, was before social media. So that one was like a nothing. You didn't even about, know about it, really. What about Jeter and his now wife? Was that a big deal? No. Jeter and uh, your girl, Minky, Minky Kelly, is that her name? Yeah. But, I mean, that wasn't like this. I mean, she is. Right. Uh, you mean she is right now the most popular woman on the planet, probably. A Rod and J Lo was a big deal. That was a big deal. I agree. Boy, she did him dirty. She was with Ben Affleck five minutes after she dumped A Rod. Yeah, Unbelievable. Man, I'm sure he was with others while they were dating. So I mean, well, you know, let's not let's say allegedly. So we don't have any issues there. No, no, no. I don't know. I just I'm you know I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we've covered it all. What else can all we right. possibly say? This is this has uh, been a very enlightening. So you so wish me Taylor luck. Swift and Travis Kelsey to announce that they have had a relationship and then separated by the end of twenty twenty four minus one ten. That's your lot. Uh, I bet that. Yeah. <clears throat> can and I? I sh- good. If we get past this week without them announcing that they're not together, I think I'm going to win that bet. The only way I lose that is if they say that they're not together this week. Like, hey, we're not dating or it never happened. More importantly, can I get permission now from you to publicly like tweet out the texts you send me on Sunday while you're house hunting and the NFL is going on? <laughs> yeah. I don't like, know do if I'm going to be using. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to well, be texting. Well, the fact that you're going house hunting on Sunday stop you from betting games since you won't be able to watch. It's like, I, my 100%. thing is. Okay, see, I like to watch the games I bet. I have another friend who doesn't want to watch the games he bets. He doesn't want the stress. I can't bet a game unless I watch. What? So you will not bet Sunday. I, I've I've done both, but as I've grown older, like there's no way I want that distraction. I'm not even going to look at – well, I have to look at the board and do some picks for the show, but like I cannot have a bet going while I'm looking at houses. It's going to ruin my mood when I lose right. – I won last week, luckily, so I'm going to just sit on that week, take a little bye week this week. Maybe I'll bet the 4 o'clock games if I'm home, but I will not bet the 1 o'clock games while I'm out or the morning. The realtor is going to be like, Sal, look how bright and airy this living room is, and you're going to be on the phone going, not now, Tua just got injured, and I have the Dolphins plus three. Yeah, right. What is the line in that game, by the way? Is it plus three? Dolphins? It It was two and a half, I think, the last time I checked. I'll tell you right now. I thought it was two or two. I'm betting... The Dolphins, no matter what the line is. Interesting. Um, yeah, I'd stay away. It is the Buffalo Bills. Now it's minus three. There you go. All right. There's a lot of games I like this week, which means I'll probably take a bath. That's always a trouble, a troubling sign. I love everything this week. Yeah. Well, always, good luck. I'll keep you, I'll... Yeah, you keep me posted. Yeah, I'll keep you, I'll keep you posted on all. All that's going on. You're very calm. You're handling this well. Yeah, like I said, I'm not really going to feel like I miss much. Although come Sunday, I might get that anxiety going. And, oh, I love this game. And I got to make the bet. And then everything goes off the rails. Yeah, it's easy on Wednesday at 4 o'clock to stay calm. Sunday at 1, I'll I'll check in with you. (laughs) All All right, right, Sal. We'll see you next week. I'll talk to you later. Take it easy. All right, my thanks to Andrew Marshan and Sal Licata. Before I let you go, just a reminder, if you missed any recent episodes of SI Media with Jimmy Trana, make sure you check them out, subscribe to the pod, and download recent episodes. Kevin Clark from ESPN was on last week. Scott Hansen 
host of the NFL Red Zone channel. Two weeks ago, Julian Edelman, now with Fox. Three weeks ago, Charles Barkley, Peter Schrager, Chris Russo, all recent guests on this podcast. So make sure you subscribe, give those a listen, rate and review on Apple. All right, we'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening. Appreciate it. Stay safe and take care. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.